you get it to the point where if you break up with them it's the parents go like or, like the, your, your parents are the ones going no no she's a she's a lovely girl how could you how could you even think that and they go god you're a stuff up stacy the best thing that's ever happened to you that <laughs> fucking way welcome to your life there's no Hello, Wolfie. Hello, mate. <laughs> how you doing? Oh, mate, how are you? Good, man. Dude, we can't. Um, what's this? What are we doing? We we normally wait a month before we contact, so we, you know, <laughs> the sting of the last contact can wear off. <laughs> Dennis, this is like having pingers every week, weekend. You got to have a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not taking a weekend off. I haven't, I haven't fucking eaten, but this is the Hank special, man. We're making it purely for the one fan that stuck by us. Well, I think we make a little mini one for Hank and we say happy no, birthday. No, I'm not doing that, mate. No, I'm, I'm, we'll just t- take this bit out and I'll and we'll do it up and send it to him. Uh, but a, a real personal one. Mate, we got nothing. Nothing. All is- I want to do is talk about comedy. You want finance. I'm like, let me tell you about my gigs this week. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about another funny thing that happened in the green room. We had a hilarious. Is it just that so you don't have anything to say to Hank? No, dude. I had a. I had a. I did have fun at uh, the comedy show on Saturday because Mickey D was on from mm. Adelaide, crushing. And then these um, these fuckheads at the front. They'd been chatting during my my set, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's had the vaccine. Look at him. He's fucking gnarled up. He can't even focus with his eyes because he was he's pissing me off the my whole set." So I got ripped into him, but then they got into, they got involved with Mickey and sort of derailed it. But the guy did something that pissed me off the most because do you know how like when they stand up and turn around as if they're like a celebrity, like everyone's loving it. Oh, right. Like they, they, uh, they heckle in some way and then they uh, look to their adoring fans. Yeah. They're sort of like, I'm part of the show. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? It's like a celebrity spotting and they're waving going, yep, it's me, J-Lo. And he did the look around because they had, they had done the reference and I was like, he looked like Rob Schneider or, do you know what I mean? Like sort of, uh, or, or my cousin Vinny was yeah. what he looked like. And Mickey had said something else. But then what happened? So they were annoying. And, and then they gave feedback later, like, I'm not enjoying this or something. But then the karaoke came on. The karaoke came on <laughs> and no one went onto stage. And I went and I grabbed one of those fat fucks and I grabbed his shirt and I was grabbing part of his flesh and he's like, I'm not going up. And I'm like, yes, you are, you cunt. You're singing Sweet Caroline. And I was like quite vicious in his ear. And I, I actually definitely would have bruised his, his little fat, do you know, the, 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 the tire, the fat tire around there. I grabbed onto it, pulled him onto stage. And then he sort of stood there totally meek. Little, um, the other guy, Rob Schneider was loving it. He's singing, my cousin Vinny. But then my cousin Vinny, he'd, he'd got comfortable up there and he was about to do the Sweet Caroline and I walked up and fucking snatched the mic out of his hand and said, sit the fuck back down, you piece of shit. <laughs> Why do you have so much control over what's happening at the karaoke? 
One of the great moves. So he's on stage. He had the shame of it. And he's about to have his moment of sweet Caroline. And I go, get the fuck down, mate. And fuck off. And then pushed them both to stage. And the crowd loved it and clapped. And it was a great... I was the hero, but the truth is I'd scoped them out and they were little cowards and I knew, oh, a nerd like this, I can pretend I'm tough and he'll back out. Right. If, if he looked like he'd been tough, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Dude, you know what we did? Someone took a fucking shit. This is the type of crowd we get. Someone did a diarrhoea in the alleyway at the comedy lounge and there was Lou Roller. I was like, what is this brown shit? And they're like, it's from someone last night. Oh, and no. I was almost... I was fine with it, but then when I saw the like the tissues that they'd wiped their ass with, I just felt oh, gagged. Dude, man, just felt gagged. Okay, taking a shit in public is a a, a desperation move, right? Like it's yeah. a it should be it should be a move yeah, yeah, like yeah. oh, there's I have no other option. It's sort of like the long drive to yeah, wherever yeah. the fuck, and you pull off the highway, and you're you're like oh, please let no one come, but. Taking tissues, like having something to wipe your ass oh, with. Oh, to clean it up. Surely you just wipe your jocks and then throw them somewhere. Well, like it's not d- its not a spontaneous thing anymore. That's like, that's premeditated. Like you've brought equipment with you. Dude, I did one of the most heinous things though, because comics were like, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, looking at it. And I thought, okay, so I was a bit drunk. I thought this would be funny. Oh, so I got, no. No, this is one of the most heinous things. Do you know, like when you see rotten.com, something that would make someone gag. I videoed me pissing on this shit <laughs> with it washing away. And then I thro- I showed three comics in the green room and one of them almost threw up in a bin, man. <laughs> I was like, hey, look at this dude. You got some feedback from the gig. And they saw that shit. Me filming, they go, fuck off, Wolfie. And then they see a stream of urine breaking it up. But I got the worst of it because I could smell it when I did that. That's and then the in the worst. morning, yeah, Malv, you, you know when you when you, you know when you go to piss a skin mark off, and then yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's about four seconds after it hits, and you're like, oh, the smell, <laughs> like Dude. it activates it in some in some fashion. <laughs> but this is how you realize, yeah. So it sort of uh, it sends it out. I had the worst. But you realise how you get complaints from green rooms because there were two female comics in there. Yes. And during the night they had said, look, we've got to change the lineup. You can't have two girls back to back. It's just not working. I like so to call fum- it a ass to ass. That's how. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they're fuming about this going, this fucking sexist place. 20 minutes later, I'm showing footage of diarrhea being washed down a drain. <laughs> and I'm like... I can see why uh, comedy's problematic. <laughs> People are so demented. Oh well, can we, man, we've had a. Can we? Can we? Can we do? Can we do this uh, big? Uh, we want to give a happy birthday to Hank, our most most faithful listener. Do we sing that? Do we, yeah, we're right. sending you out a, a free shirt, mate. So well, he has paid for it through through Patreon money, like two times over. Dude, at what least. were you doing? Like someone messaged and wanted to buy a shirt, so they're willing to humiliate themselves and wear it. And you basically said, "Look." We can't be bothered. I said so we got this merch, and you said to be honest, it's not worth our fucking time. Well, it's a pain. It's a Take pain. Take a screenshot of the image and put it on. Get a fucking iron on yourself. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. The uh, the shirts, the shirts, getting the shirts made has taken up all of the Patreon money that we've ever made. So yeah, yeah. if if we don't re- if we don't lure someone to the Patreon with the shirt, it's sort of as a loss making endeavor. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like that. We've got a fun run here, the HBS fun run, 
And I see people years later with these faded out shirts and I look at it and go, you know what, it's marketing for people that care. For me, it's like, what a dickhead. But um, do you know what I mean? Like people will wear it and then people will ask, like, why do you wear, why have you got that fat guy on your shirt? But what part about this is fun or in like the There's way no that amusement. a run is beneficial? You know what I mean? And it's also desperate because I don't think you should be fucking actively trying to sell a shitty podcast like this. Do you know what I mean? Like to actually have marketing strategy, it's just so lame. Do you know what I mean? Like let's get stickers. And at every gig, if I do well, we'll mention our pod. I'm like, don't listen to it. Get fucked. This is a fucking passion project. I always don't tell people that because I want to avoid the one-star reviews, you know? Like, I want to avoid the people who shouldn't listen to it, listening to it. Where was, where's the one Where's the one star? Well, they, didn't, they didn't say anything. It's, uh, I thought they were from Adelaide. And, and what I wanted is funding. <laughs> and then we go and, like, I want to go and meet them face-to-face and confront them. And they'd have randomly just listened to one minute of the app. And they're like, who are you? Do you know what I mean? I'm like... I'm from Sure Thing, man. You won a thing. You, you did a one-star review. Do you know it, it had a big impact on us? You listened to five minutes of the podcast, so I took five minutes of my time to figure out where you live, and I thought I'd interrupt a few minutes of your life. I, I, I think, unfortunately, internet can have real-life consequences if you're dealing with a psychopath. <laughs> and I said, like, I'm fucking very angry. You threw one rock and you've hit a beehive, dumb fuck. You know that you thought everything was anonymous, but I don't fuck around. And I'm going to fuck you up now. And here we go. I'll change it to five. And I'm like, it's too little, too late. I'm going to make your three-star life into a one-star life before I leave. I'm like, your girlfriend, she's gone. I emailed her. She's done, dude. I've spread rumors. I've got photos of you. We've photoshopped you, you know, in the back of a strip bar with your dick out. You're fucking done, cunt. Like, I'm working on it. we got, we got to get this guy or girl or pr- pr- most likely tra- – tra- well i was waiting to figure out what uh like is it the racism the homophobia the transphobia like what what uh thing that we've done has has warranted the one star review but also why only one out of 42 42 that's 41 five star reviews and one one loving it and but it was ironic because we had that app talking about why would you review what sort of piece of shit thinks their opinion's valid? So the fact that they've done that. But we don't have any phobia in here. I'm not scared of any of these cunts. No, we'll take you all on, motherfucker. Oh, phobia <laughs> would be, imply I'm scared. I'm like, come at me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no fear at all. You like cock and not pussy? I will still fucking get you. <laughs> Mate, anyway, it's always, we're always crossing over, but this app has really got no content besides wishing Hank. No, no, we've, we've done that bit. His bit's all, his bit's no, all but, done. No, but now we're going to tie into that joke about the dripping tap. No, because so that, no, that, I'm, I'm isolating. Happy birthday. I'm isolating a special bit no, for Hank. No, keep it in, dude. Everyone's going to be involved because no, no, I no, want I'll, it to no, be. No, it's even better. See, look, now people know that we did a little something for someone. No, mate, and it's so funny to be it. so pathetic. I'm giving him the three minutes all to himself. No, we're not. We're not because what we like You have no control over this. The app is so pathetic that at episode 32, someone's asked for a birthday shout out. Like you're doing, you're doing RAC Arena and we're like, you know what? This means so much to us because it's such a failure, this pod, that we will now spend a whole app 
<laughs> thanking the one listener. Do you know they go, hey man, it's it's Stacey's birthday. She's come to the gig. Can you do a shout out? I'm like, I'll do better. I'll do a whole 20 minute act about Stacey, getting to know Stacey and getting the crowd on board with Stacey. We love you, Hank. We, Thank you. This is even better because now I'm still going to cut that one little chunk out, but now we're going to still have the entire episode be about the thing that they'll never hear. I love it. I love this. Oh, yeah, man. Just keep it in there, dude. No, I want, I want to annoy everyone. I want everyone to hate this. The only this. reason I came on was to wish Hank a, a happy birthday because... Um, <laughs> have you ever have you ever had an office, uh, like, you know, they do the office birthday thing and they're like, come on, we have a cake in the break room. Have you ever had one where, uh, like, there's been a birthday the day before and the other someone else has a birthday later on that's been forgotten and ignored about and it's made oh, them yeah, feel yeah, yeah. terrible? I, my, my favourite is when it's like a, a weekend birthday because no one touches it. You only really do it when you're bored at work. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You'll yeah. do the right thing, send a message to Stacey. My best thing was the dorky accountant singing happy birthday and we had it We had it at the stockbroking firm where I first started and they'd sing happy birthday. Well, at the same place, like the fucking like drive through the snow place, like they were doing the birthday Yeah, cakes. yeah, they'd be like happy birthday and it was... The great moment because we came out with cake and the senior broker found one of the junior guys had taken that opportunity to go on his computer and try steal leads. So <laughs> they came out. <laughs> they came out with cake and they're like, hey, well, what the fuck are you doing in there? You know, you're not in the meeting room. <laughs> trying to like screenshot information. <laughs> I loved it, man. It was so, he got fired the next day and he said, nah, nah, man. I lost my log on us. I came on yours. But I was like, no, you didn't, dude. You seized an opportunity and just started to drill through data. Because you had to you had to hit, you know, ten closes a month. So he, I think he thought, oh, let me steal some of this guy's work and we'll see, you know, save my job. That's so good, man. On his birthday as well. Fucking beautiful. What a, what a great Stockbroking, like the ruthlessness, the sharks. Oh, he's getting happy birthday, is he? So guess who's going to be away from his computer for 10 minutes? Getting cheesecake cut up. Perfect chance to strike. And go, Mate, but it, it is lame to me that people, because I, I don't want the birthday wishes, but then if you don't get them, you feel sad. But they're so dumb because you don't put much effort in. It's mm. just, hey, happy birthday, HB2B pencil. You know, blah blah blah. Anytime I uh, have one of the Facebook ones pop up, I just I just write their, just their initials like HB. It'd be like HBAW in <laughs> lock case oh. as low effort as possible because you know they get that big fucking Facebook card or whatever yeah, the thing yeah. is, and it like has has all their friends and family being like, I hope you've had have a wonderful year. You've done some great things. We're so proud of you. Oh, it's so great to see. I, we had a great time on Saturday. We're looking forward to having yeah, dinner yeah. on Thursday. And then one that just said like HB. AW. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I like the one where someone writes like 2HB. Uh, like, oh no, that's a pencil. And you see them do it on, on multiple walls. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, a year later, they're still doing their fucking stupid joke. Do you know what I mean? And they think, bit of quirk, bit of pizzazz, a bit of fun. <laughs> and you're like, you're better off to ignore them, Matt. Mm. Oh, uh, generally, what happens for me on Facebook, and we've, I think we've done it on the. The birthday note comes up and then I delete them because I'm like, I don't like this guy or know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I removed my, mine from Facebook 
uh, and it was it was good. Because I realized that was the most annoying thing about previous years is your phone would be going off all day, just and you'd like look at the notification, and it's some cunt from four years ago you haven't spoken to going, "Hey mate, hope's all well, happy birthday." And you're like, "Oh, why are you intruding on my oh, time dude, now, dude? Happy birthday." Never forget Kentucky, 2012. <laughs> <laughs> the pumpkin, the pumpkin. Do you know what you actually want to do is take a screenshot of their followers the day before their birthday and then on their birthday and say, look, a 3% drop in friends. People yeah. have actually shed, you've shed 13 people that you had added that then were triggered by seeing your birthday and thought, oh, get the fuck out. Get out of my life. That's the other wor- terrible thing about having it up. Uh, you look at this year's one and you see it t- it tells you like like 143 people said happy birthday to you and you're like oh did they i wonder what and it, it, like just innate curiosity you're like i wonder i wonder how many people last year and then you look at last year and you're like it's 100 145 and you're like wait did i have more or less friends and you're like hold on my engagement rate's dropping the engagement not not the engagement rate on my podcast not the engagement rate on like my business's ads the engagement rate on me as a person is getting worse it's nose typing less percentage of people give a fuck facebook is a waste it's a graveyard now no one goes on i get see people in person and they're like why weren't you at my birthday i'm like what birthday like <laughs> who's going on i'm not logging on any of this thing but i do like the people that get uh, try beat it to the past where they go like hey guys my birthday tomorrow just to let everyone know if you could donate to challenge you or, or give my comedy page a like right. that's <laughs> So they're basically trying to just say a double reminder because the computerized ones are not, not enough, going like, I'm a needy cunt. Make sure you write something on my wall so I'm not humiliated. I'm dating a new girl and I've told her I've got a lot of friends and I really don't want her to go, so meet, lovely meeting you, Shane. Can't wait to spend our life together. And then she's the only message. Do you know? Like, yeah. I find that is my favourite when people – because um, people get a partner – and then they dust off their friends. They, there's the reverse. Because the, the joke is normally, oh, you get a partner, then you abandon your friends. Yes. But there are other people that also dust off friends for that early courting. Right, like to show them that you've got a social life going on, something's happening. Dude, and I've got it, because I've got it now with um, my ex's sister seems to have a new partner every few weeks. <laughs> and then I would, I would meet them. And now I realise, like, I'll look on some of the guy's names. He's probably beaten her. And I'm the only friend. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not updated. <laughs> oh, right, right. Like, so, so they're, like, you, you, they had you on Facebook, right? The old... Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then they break up. And then you go back later and you're like, who's this fucking Nigel guy? Dude, and I, Nigel is like like your fucking like sister-in-law's ex. And you're the only... And everyone else in the family is gone. I'm agreeing to go on a golf trip with this guy. And then I look and go, what the fuck? I'm like, even the mum is not friends anymore. So he's obviously yeah. uh, assaulted her or something. There's a res- like something's gone wrong. A restraining order. And it just shows how detached I am from this whole friend group. Because I'm like... And then I think, you know what? He, he's probably all right. Hey, I'll keep him up. Very few things worse than a one mutual, like a, a no mutual friend friend on any social media platform because you're either like racking your brains, you get into those yeah. situations, you're like, who the fuck, who is this? 
Like, how did, how were they here? Like, what, did I message them and there's not, like, no history? Or, or they used to be friends with a bunch of people and you're like, oh no, someone's done something fucked and no, no one's informed me about it at all. Do you remember that for a while Google or something had a kudos score and you'd have a score of your influence? There was some score that used to float around. I'm like, why isn't there more barometers about it? So you can look at someone and they go, look, high turnover of friends, about a, a 6% uh, wastage rate of people that will join <laughs> and then move yeah, out. Yeah. Relationship credibility is about a three out of eight score. Do you know what I mean? And you can say like a 30% drop in yield on uh, likes at the moment. So you can, you know what I mean? Like you can look at like a big bar chart and go like, oh, this person's toxic. Look at it. Friends within only the first three years, no long lasting friends and relationship stinks. You know, uh, she's, uh, her sister's not a friend of hers. They were a year ago. Red flag. <laughs> Red flag shit. Well, this is China. This is China's social credit score, and this is why it should be introduced. We need Hank to run data on people's profiles so that we can sort of grade our listeners and go, "Look at you, dude! You've had a drop off, dude." Privatizing like the social credit score system that China has as like a, a, a at a government national level, but privatizing it is genius because if you yeah. can, if you can create an algorithm that like ser- searches through. Facebook history, looks for uh, keywords, it goes through their Instagram thing, it shows follower dips, yeah. whatever. Like, you you can create the system based on, like, I think there are enough factors and variables out there for it to work. And you can even have it so, like, someone says something fucked and all their friends fuck off. Yeah. And it sends you a notification to be like, oh. That's what I'm saying. Gary's, Gary's been accused of, of uh, he's, so someone brought up that he, 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 he <laughs> that he date raped a girl at a party and yeah, 94 yeah, be- and yeah, like that. And it pops up on your phone. Dude, I had it with that guy that took a shit or painted the dick on the, the oval of that girl that, that got murdered. And I was like, it took me a few weeks. People were, had to private message me. I was like, I don't know who it is. Oh, I just added anyone. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But, but you know what I mean? You want to you get a heads up and go like, look, dude, you had a big drop in your birthday wishes. You're no longer like top two ASX two, top 200. You're not blue chip anymore. You're a speck at best. I'm like, I'm pulling back. I don't want you in my portfolio at the moment. You're high risk, mate. You, they, I don't trust management. You know what I mean? You've, you've lost credibility. You haven't hit targets. We expected at least 5% in growth. Like you, we know you went to the Greek islands. You're obvious. You didn't appear to meet anyone. No friends added. 10 day trip in Europe. What the fuck are you? Cunt? You know, you're telling me on, on 19 bourbons, you didn't make a lifelong friend. I've never connected with anyone like this before. For far away from bills and my desk job. It turns out I can have fun. And we can all have fun. What's the move is you, you so you, you make like I think you make the app and it uh, it does some kind of like uh, uh, amalgamization of of all your information and it's like a like something kind of basic where it's like see your yeah. see see your uh, like your your social score or whatever yeah, and yeah, it yeah. goes through everything and then that's how you get people onto it and then as that happens and you've got tracking and data for it and you've got all the access to the APIs you can start to uh, add in features where uh, if someone has a sharp drop or they grow in popularity, yes. then 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 it starts sending out notifications. And soon, I did it for a while on Google because you can do Google search. 
uh, statistics. Oh, like trends? Yeah. You could, yeah, you could see during the festival, oh, mm. Becky Lucas is fucking popping off. And then you could say, oh, this old cunt's gone flatline <laughs> and he's going down. You know what I mean? You could see, look at last year, Heggy's gone through the roof. He's killing it. And I'm like, you wanted to show that data to them and go like, mate, I know you're a radio star, but look at this job. It's fucking scary. With the mortgage in Adelaide, it's fucking boo, 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 bad time. That's great for fame, but it obviously doesn't translate to social circles. But man, being able to control a social credit system, think of the applications. It'd be amazing. Dude, dude, how how long? I mean, it took what? Like five, ten years before uh, you'd go in for a job interview and then all of a sudden people stopped being hired based on like a photo they'd put up on fucking MySpace or something. Like it wasn't long before people were Googling uh, uh, people, like whoever they interviewed, new hires, whatever, to vet them and make sure they were fine before they hired them. This is the next step. And they've got it. uh, Zuckerberg's already got it, but they use it to sell it for ad space and marketing. But that info would be so nice if it was freely available. I'd just love to see someone's personality take a dive. <clears throat> Their social circles collapsed and it's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You can tell, oh, he's obviously back drinking. Look at the drop-off. It's like Christmas drop-off. 30 unfollows, vicious messages. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, been ba- he's had content removed during uh, Christmas and New Year's from Facebook, a two-week ban from writing some vaccination rant. I'm like, this is so funny. Because you never get to analyse these people. Mm. You only have to just go off your gut. And you could actually have stats and then just, uh, as a group, dump someone from your golf trips and go like, mate... Come on. The data doesn't lie. You're fucking all over the map. Facebook birthday's plummeting. We don't want you here, mate. You're bad. One rotten apple spoils the fucking barrel cunt. Like, get out. I love that Facebook effectively got away with... I mean, it's it's basically an experiment that is surely covered by, uh, like, what, the, the... Is it the Nuremberg trials or the Geneva Convention? Yeah, yeah. Like, where they, uh, where they changed... Where they just took a select group of people and changed all the like the algorithm slightly so all the messages and content and everything that they were getting was all negative and yeah, yeah, they yeah. would watch them spiral into a depression their statuses their messages everything they 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 were giving people depression clinical depression Dude, to see what happened they were just basically <laughs> testing the water and go like what happens if we give all the monkeys in the cage acid? Let's see what happens. Who gives a fuck? We'll have a chance. You know, and just going like, oh, fuck. Look how many divorces we had from that test sample. Fucking hell. We've gone too far. Don't some, don't some of those like uh, Nazi experiments, because you, you got to imagine, right, if you're, in, if you're in medical science and you uh, cannot uh, research certain things because it's mm. now unethical, it's obviously very frustrating that you have to come up with all sorts of convoluted ways to prove what could be a pretty basic hypothesis if you could like shove a knife into someone's eye. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't do it. But imagine having that freedom uh, and then reading now, like some of the experiments that these uh, lunatic doctors were doing, right? Yeah. Some of them, it's like if, if you, it's like having access to a Ferrari and only doing, only doing 40. You're like, oh, yeah, my, yeah. I don't know if it's a skill zone. I'm not sure. Because some of them are like, uh, it's, they're like, okay, well, what happens if we bisect the brain? And you're like, 
That's that's very interesting. Imagine how annoyed you are. But then other ones are like, what happens if we boil a person? And you're like, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, I, I just imagine that there's going to, there would have been like a group and there's going to be like a dozen of these fucking, like the top minds. And then one guy who they're like, oh my God, fucking Trevor's here. This guy is a fucking oh, retard. And everyone's got these great ideas. They're like, well, we're going to see if we can prevent pneumonia and hypothermia. We're going to like subject them to uh, these horrible conditions and then do this. Yeah. And they're like, Trevor, what are you going to do? And they're like, Tre- Trevor's going, I'm going to see if I can cut off the leg and attach it to the breast uh, and they're going oh, yeah. all right trevor <laughs> i want to put a rhino's dick on a turtle i want to try to <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see if a dolphin can <laughs> fuck fuck a sheep <laughs> the wasted opportunity you know what i mean the wasted opportunity there's right now there's some there's some guy going i wonder i wonder if i could take the left eye out and swap it with the right eye oh, but because mate. of trevor some guy who would have had that idea in 1939 never got to do it because trevor got a seat and trevor wanted to see if he could put if he could take out the thumbs and put them in the ears as earplugs oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah man because but the thing is it's, it's crazy that they're so patient i'm sure they're not in china because the slow train and you've got all these regulations, it's just so tempting to just abduct someone and, and work on them, on them in your shed. Do you know what I mean? To make big progress and go, trust me, this definitely works. And they go, how do you know? And you go like, mum's the word. And you just tap your nose. <laughs> trust me, dude. I've done much... Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to work on sheep because it worked on three prostitutes that I've got in the State Forest uh, Lodge. Do you know how fucking... It definitely works. And they go, what do you mean? You can't. And I'm like, yeah, the anus can be used on the eyelids. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> Fingers. Finger dick. I've got a finger dick running around my farm right now. <laughs> he can pick weights up with his penis. He can bend. He can sign his name to give me uh, permission to do this with his own hand dick. I put a hand there. Even something as innocuous seeming as growing a new ear. You know what I mean? Like they've got to use a mouse. They've got, they got 40 mice running around for eight yeah, years yeah. and they've all got deformed ears on their back and they're not sure if it works properly. Dude, what happened to that ear? What, did we mention that before? I don't know if we've mentioned it before. Um, Imagine, dude, back. you know what the thing is for the unveiling? It was just such a generic ear. It, it surely it had to be pierced. One of the greats. If you pierced that ear, <laughs> it had to have a little sleeper in there. Wait, no, I no, 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 hold on, hold on. That's someone's joke. That's someone's. Someone's got a great fucking joke, and it's uh, it's. Uh, do you remember how in uh, 1996 they grew a, uh, an ear on the mouse? Uh, yeah. Uh, they go, well, that, now that mouse is 18 years old and it's getting its ears pierced. Oh, someone actually already done yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember who it is. <laughs> but oh, it's mate. a very Cause, fucking cause, good joke. Dude, I, I hate when you absorb premises because it happened, there's a new comic that did The Lounge and he's talking about what if, like, hack premises and he's going, like, how do you think it was when we had Neanderthals? And it's like, I'm Google. You know what I mean? Like, uh. fire. But anyway, like, and then I was saying, oh, you should take it back to primordial soup. And you know what I mean? Like the first things, hey, hey, girls, you don't have any girls or some shit like this. But I, I, I realized about 20 minutes later, someone dropped 
like we were talking about something and then I basically rebadged its premise and smashed it. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I, I did it subconsciously, just a sleight of hand and they were like, oh, ha, ha, people were howling and clapping and he was in the room and he goes, fuck, dude. You took that pretty quickly. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, dude. It is actually a, a re-reimagined version of your same idea of like putting prem. Uh, how were the premises at different ages? But to be honest, may, that may um, I, I want, it's I, a Stuart Lee bit. Yeah, there's, yeah. I was gonna say the Stuart Lee bit of going back to the uh, like, oh, wasn't it good when the the, it was bit, the Anglo-Saxons were here? And he oh, goes all the way the back to the years. We yeah. don't want any changes. We don't want changes to our culture. And then he, he talks about each sort of amalgamation of cultures. All the way back to hydrogen. But man, man, there was one recently. I, I mean, it was, yeah, it was pretty recent, like a, a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Mike Goldstein did that very thing, right? But he did it yeah. almost word for word. He had a status that he put up and it was, uh, uh, just came out, uh, uh, well, just came out to my parents as Australian. I had to tell them I was g'day, mate, something like that. Uh, oh. But like, it's it's no, it's, it's a funny joke. It's really good. I've butchered it on the wording. But Dalton yeah. had Dalton had written it like a month before, it, exact same wording, and oh, Mike had just that. like thought about it and then I'd like forgotten and come back with it and I messaged him and he was like fuck and deleted it and then I made a joke and he was like alright I'm deleting it and I was like ooh someone's getting a little testy oh, <laughs> dude I do like it though when you're you're reaching on one do you know what I mean and then someone else has even already done it it's like a double edged thing right because it's a little word play Awful joke, really. Not you know you can't build a set around that shit. That's a, a, a Twitter no, it's joke. A, it's a Facebook joke, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I'm saying to be in there, a pro comic on the TV, to hit up a Twitter joke, and then find out not only is it dicey and it's good A from WA and it's it's stretching a little bit, but then to realise another open mic's actually already done it as well. <laughs> <laughs> the humiliation of it all. Yeah. You're in there doing a dad joke wordplay and then you're also actually late to the party. One of the fucking great moments for me. <laughs> and having to delete it. And, and, the, and it probably only got eight, eight likes as well because it was a bit, it was a bit um, punny. Hey. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is funny. I mean, look, it's well, it's well written. It looks good online. You know what I mean? There are lots of jokes. Oh, that, mate, I love the joke. But, but like, there are so many that look good online, but you can never bring them to stage. They don't, they don't, they don't work when they're oh, said out loud. Man, I love the ones because some of my tweets are just um, pain expressing it. They're not funny, <laughs> and I get likes, and then I'm like, mm. yeah, well, like antidepressants. Why? Why fix your life when you can just mask the screams of your tortured soul? I tried to say that on Saturday. It wasn't, no one laughed, man. Hey, like there's no joke there. And then I realized, oh, mm-hmm. people were just liking that because they, you know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, it's true. But doctor, doctor, I am Piero the Clown. <laughs> I you, do mate. love that joke, eh? It's a good joke. <laughs> I, I, you've made me realize I I want, I am Piero the Clown. <laughs> Somewhere a crowbar into one of my new, sh- my next hour, just because it's so stupid to have it in there. And you know what I'm going to do is try to do this good A joke. Throw it in there. Throw it in there. Get in there as well. Just so that Goldstein can see it and go like, fuck, Wolf stole the stole stole. But he, he, didn't, he didn't steal that because that is very easy to get. 
Do you know what I mean? Like that's well, no, no. It, it just like it. It's a. It's such a like you read it, you absorb it. You you know what I mean? Like it's a nothing. Fucking of course that happens. That happens all the time. People people do it on stage, and then someone uh, like after the show be like, oh man, that's um fucking this guy's joke, and they're like, oh, oh shit, dude, it is, it is. Yeah, you made like, me think of the great thing that happened at the show because this is now on our comedy stand up open mic night comedy pod. Yeah. Guess what happened with me leaving on Friday night? This was probably the night I took I shat in the alley. Okay. Because like, Saturday was when oh, we found oh, it. You shat in it and you found yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I blacked out, so that was probably my own shit. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> as I was leaving, there's a new guy set up a 7-Eleven. Just the wildest guy I've ever seen. Like, my, oh, it's me, Mario, with the accent. Yeah. Oh, Mario. And he's... I'm like, what the fuck's going on as I walk onto the street? I can hear this booming guy on a microphone. It's him. Come on in. Party, party, party. Come on in. He's on a microphone. He's got speakers out onto the street. And he's got his voice, that massive thing. And he's yelling in, pretty girls, come on in, hubba bubba. So I'm like <laughs> a moth to light. I'm, <laughs> I'm immediately in there and I'm like, oh, dude, give me that mic. So we... Dim the lights. We got disco music, like the fucking rave, you know, like trance music. So, so oh, wait, where, where is this? Is it outside a club, you say? So, no, this is a 7-Eleven selling chips, oh, cigarettes. Wait, wait, wait. Why does a 7-Eleven have a spruker? No, that's what I'm going to say. He had a spruker and within maybe three minutes, the spruker became me. I said, dude. <laughs> what time is this? What time is I, this? One, two o'clock. I'm like, dim those lights, motherfucker. I said, no one's coming in with this starchy shit. Dim the lights. And then he had the whipped cream thing. So I bought one of those dispensers and I started doing nangs with him and with customers <laughs> in his store. I did like eight nangs in the inner store with sort of like locals coming in. So we're in there. But the thing was, and this guy, so we just sort of hijacked his store. I'm on the mics and then I was yelling like I started trying to sell timeshares to people to a Thai fucking yeah. investment property. But the liberties you could take because he was having fun. I put up a video of him. He, he ended up kissing a lady that came in that wasn't that comfortable with it. And he, he was yelling, oi, 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 oi. And some open micer lives upstairs and he reckons he was woken up by the noise of me yelling. He's got footage of me down the bottom singing Caroline, like, see Caroline at the top of my voice. And I started dishing out. I'm like, dude, you gotta like, you got to give them something to come in. So I started handing out those, you know, those uh, sugar, sour straps, yeah. like the lollies. Yeah. I was giving them out for free. Like, do you know as you slowly erode... The, the, there's goodwill, it's a bit of a game, but you're actually just dishing out his stock. I'm like, come on, they're beautiful girls, give them one each. You know, like he's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'm like, gobstoppers for all of you. And I've got his, I've got it. I'm like, dude, they're a dollar. You gotta get your name out there. You gotta get your name out there. You're a new 7 Eleven. We gotta make a big splash. Tonight we get the Nangs going. I said, get complimentary. So he gave like, Whipped cream. I'm like, give them some fucking straps, these sugar straps. We give those out when they come in. And, and, I, and I had the, the lights out in the place, so it was more like a club. Yeah. I'm like, music up, music up. But um, there was no real con conclusion except the next night I went in there and I saw someone else, that, like a homeless guy had sort of been hanging out the front, and I was like, where are the speakers? And they said, oh, police were there. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he's, he had them taken like 
because I, I was saying this guy's going to be shut down before I leave. And then, um, yeah, it was the next day. He, 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 he had a sound, sound complaint and he had uh, dispensed Nang uh, little bottles throughout the store. Yeah. Because I was hiding I was hiding them after I did them because I thought it'd be funny <laughs> that you'd find Nang canisters everywhere <laughs> when you shove it in there. Man, we had... Uh, I, I think I mentioned it before. Uh, DJ Ruckus, our, like the mental guy, like proper, like on antipsychotics, mental guy, yeah. who yeah. Uh, who was our sales manager when I started working in radio in Christchurch. Oh, I remember right? this guy. Yeah, yeah. And so it was this place downstairs, uh, and it was just this fish and chip store run by this uh, guy called D. Uh, and man, he made fucking like killer burger like so good best burgers you've ever yeah, had yeah. but it's just like a regular shitty little fish and chip shop right and so like dj like we're all going in there for lunch all the time and uh one day i rock up and he's like oh um uh dave uh, dave says he's gonna help out with the business and i was like yeah. oh uh, okay <laughs> oh boy uh and like i got like a couple of days later i go in there and like there's someone's putting like a mural up and like dj ruckus is in there and he's like fuck man this place is gonna be sick bro we're selling glow sticks now it's gonna be fucking so awesome bro like, and he's like telling me about this plan for this place and like his plan is basically like we're gonna make this like it's it's gonna be a tiny little fish and chip shop that is also a nightclub. And this is oh, the- mate, we got glow sticks, we got poppers, we've got nitrous oxide <laughs> in fucking in balloons. We're gonna love it. It's insane. And like like D, uh, I'm ch- I've, I've spoken to D for a, like a, a few times. Man, the guy was uh, had like a mattress in like a closet that he would he was sleeping in this fish and chip store, right? Like, yeah, oh he, like he's a fuck. youngish kind of uh, kind of Asian guy. He's come over uh, yeah. and he's like fucking trying to make this thing work. And I'm like, oh my god, like Dave is gonna ruin this dude's life. And it's like a, the street he's on is like nightclub street you know what i mean there's like yeah, yeah, eight yeah. different clubs down this one street you turn left there's another four so he thinks so he's new to the culture it was like wacker when he went on roadshow and hung out with local aussies and thought this was normal new enough and they go everyone does it mate so he's thinking oh everyone does it glow sticks we do nangs he's pretty straight laced he's a he's a real nice dude and man i cannot get over how fucking good this food is right um, so I tell him, uh, I'm like, Hey man, if you, if you, if you do like a, like a lunch deal for us, we'll, we'll do, uh, like just free food. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll spruik you on the, on the station upstairs. And he's like, yeah, yeah cool. I'm like, all right, sweet. That's like, that's easy for him. It's, you know, there's like, like 12 people that work there tops. Like not all of yeah. them are going to eat there every fucking day. It's a, and, yeah. he, and he gets heaps of airtime. Uh, and then, so like another week goes past, like this mural is done. Like I go in there one day and like, every, like he's got a fucking gas mask on while it's oh, spray paint. So and I'm like, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. Like, fuck this. <laughs> anyway, man, this whole thing uh, like is finished. Right. And mm. then, uh, it, like there, he's got Davis, DJ Ruckus has put fucking speakers in there oh and i love this this is exactly like the 7-eleven story exactly anyway so about about a month and a half later it's like two in the morning and i'm in this place which has been rebranded funkin fish and chips i'm spinning the decks i'm blasting oh, fucking good. happy hardcore at two in the morning this place i'm not kidding to you is fucking pumping like we have like there's like 80 people in this fish and chip shop there there are no seats like you couldn't you it's a it's one of those fish and chip shops that you would walk into you would order and then like you'd have to kind of awkwardly stand around while you wait you know my favorite my favorite part 
Not one fish and chips sold because everyone's on fucking MDMA. Dude, no, no, no. No, this is the best bet, right? The, all these clubs, because it, it's probably f- like, I don't know, 2,000 people and like a Friday, Saturday night, and every single one of them is coming through ordering so much fucking food. And it's one, it's just D, just D behind the counter. Like, at, he's Dude, fucking worked to death. He's making fish and chips, making burgers. Still, they're Best burgers I've fucking Dude, ever had. Dude, this is actually like the dream party venue where you just don't get an alcohol license. Yeah. Because you're like, no, we don't need that. Everyone else is doing the alcohol. We, we sell bottled water and keep people hydrated. <laughs> you know, it's a different fucking party, guys. <laughs> Nothing it's, untoward. Man, but just tap twice on this door and something will come out in an envelope, <laughs> right? It's going to be done. It's like the only place at 2am that you can get decent food. And it's yep. constantly fucking packed, right? D is, every time I see him from then on in, he is rolling on something. Like, he's on yeah. ecstasy. He's on speed. He's up until yeah. four o'clock every morning making fucking burgers. And then he's falling <laughs> asleep. But, uh, like with the shop closed behind uh, like a like a little like a uh, like a doorway almost uh, on yeah. a mattress that he's got in a cupboard. And then he gets up and he does his life's a constant party. And then, and then he does your radio show, right? No, he's, you know, he's just downstairs from the radio oh, show. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. only thing that DJ Ruckus ever fucking did right. Like yeah. the, the next but his next thing. DJ Ruckus, by the way, was to start because uh, there was a there's a, a Maori party in New Zealand, uh, yeah. and he started the the Pakeha party, and it's effectively like a white supremacy party. Like that was oh that was his fuck. next move. And he goes, "We oppose whatever they say. But we're not racist." He was like, "We're here for the Pakeha," and I was like, "Oh, yeah. all right, mate." Shit. And dude, it, uh, he D must have been doing great. It, he's crushing mm. it for ages And then uh, unfortunately the earthquakes Fucked his store up Oh I thought they would have to have been raided By the police No dude the, Everyone loves it Everyone in there is on drugs Eating burgers Having the best time Playing pinball machines uh, And listening to fucking me Or Gordo or someone else I work with yeah. DJ at 2am uh, Anyway yeah yeah Earthquake fucked it up But it's also his house So he's got nowhere to live So Oh my So I'm like uh <laughs> One day I'm like, yeah, he ta- like I'm chatting to him. He's like, man, I don't know what to do. Uh, this is just after the earthquakes, and uh, yeah. I convinced my dad to let him move in with us, and so he moved in with us, and that was that was wonderful. Uh, and then I uh, look, I like I I left for Canada not not long after that. Uh, and I, I checked him out on Facebook uh, a couple years ago. He yeah. has gone like. I think to sort of purge his body of yeah. whatever the fuck DJ Ruckus did to him, D has had to uh, 180. He's like a church minister now. Oh, <laughs> mate, I would have thought, I thought you were going to say that he was still living with your dad and he infiltrated the family. I wish. And you, I love that you leave someone and go, look, it's a temporary arrangement. Dad will sort you out. You travel for three years later, you come back. And his TAFE certificates on the wall, <laughs> private place. <laughs> He's taking my room. And he goes, we love our D. And you're like, why is there a photo of D up here? And it's like he's got a Christmas stocking. It comes out D, our boy D. <laughs> well, you know what's weird, dude? Honestly, thinking back, I don't know. I don't know if D left my house before I moved away. Like, I don't know what happened in between me leaving and him becoming like a like going on Christian missions. Dude, I love someone that <laughs> overstays. So initially, it starts. You're trying to help him yeah. out, but then the the tide turns and he's driving you with your 
your family to drop you at the airport to go to Canada? And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he goes, no, don't worry. We're happy to stay up late tonight. Good to see you off, Josh, you boy. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Who's this fucking lodger? This fucking piece of shit. You come in and instead of using your, your mum's cutlery, he's on the, he's, he's playing video games. You're like, get off. Get up. Uh-oh, you've been baking hard for your cousin's wake, but you're all out of whipped cream nitrous oxide canisters, so all that delicious goodness is stuck up in the can. It's 2am, Jeff is going in the ground in just 12 short hours. Fuck! What are you gonna do? Don't throw that cake out the window, don't beat your missus or punch any holes in the wall. The kings at Nanking Massacre have got your back. 24-7, 365. We're patrolling the streets of every low socioeconomic area to make sure that your 2am baking hard efforts don't go to waste. Nankingmassacre.com.au Dude, I do like people that infiltrate. They're very fun. You know these people that are just comfortably, you know, they'll date someone and then move in with the, mm. the, the, the girl's family. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, and things are souring, but they, they then just work on the parents and they neglect the, the partner. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? They're chatting. You get it to the point where if you break up with them, it's the parents, go, like or, like the, your, your parents are the ones going, no, no, she's a, she's a lovely girl. How could you? How could you even think that? And they go, God, you're a stuff up, Stacey. The best thing that's ever happened to you, that <laughs> fucking one. <laughs> Dee was one of the best things that ever happened to you. I had it with my brother, man, because he got cheated on by some like flus. And then I see my mum like a year later having a coffee with this chick. Oh, and I'm like, what oh that you is doing? brutal. I'm like, you can't do this. She, she banged someone in Canada what while she was in a fucking fuck? one week Kentucky. And I'm like, you can't have coffee with her. What are you doing, mum? Get away. Like you've got to, there's, there's party lines that can't be crossed, right? You can't be over there with the opposition. Dude, I mean, for like a ch- like cheating is a, is huge for the parents to just ignore that. Dude, parents can cheat because they often stay in touch, and it's generally with the dorky one. My mum's always like, oh, "I don't know what this guy was doing. She was beautiful." I'm like, "She reminds you of you. She's a, like a Zimbabwean housewife. This person <laughs> is boring." I'm like, "We're 20. No one wants to hang out with her. She's got a bowl cut. She talks about fucking gardening." I'm like, Are "You fucking mental." <laughs> This person was dead shit. She wrecked parties. Hey, she goes, she seems stable. I love what I love her vibe. I'm like, yeah, she's got the vibe of a fucking 60-year-old housewife. That's what you fucking like her. She stinks for us. I'm like, I want someone with tattoos. Of course. Of course. Like, yeah, your parents getting along with them at that, uh, that young an age. It's actually a, a bad sign. Terrible you sign. You want them to immediately... to, to uh, You want the dream. They meet your parents. You're driving home and they go like, so... Yeah, your mum's a bit of a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. That's too much. But you go, you, you know, your dream is to go like, wow, that was a lot. He's he's a dickhead. Does he just does he talk about uh, footy the whole time? Fuck me. Ideally, they land somewhere in the middle where it's like uh, every time every time your dad brings them up. He's like, uh, yeah, hey, bring in, um, uh, fuck, uh, what, what's the name, Angela? And you're like, uh, 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 Alex. Yeah, uh, her, yeah, Alex, uh, you bring oh. her, you bring her. <laughs> is, she, is she gonna, is she gonna do what she did last time? Just come straight through the house and then sleep in one of the back bedrooms Dude, during the Christmas lunch? I got that. I got that from my dad one time. I must have been 17, maybe. 
and he complained that uh, my long-term girlfriend was a uh, was not talkative or seemed rude or something. Uh, and I was like, Dad, the last time you interacted with her, you walked through my like outhouse room thing, like uh, yeah. like to get to the garage, and she was naked. I was naked. It was about eight in the morning and she freaked out. That's why she didn't say good morning. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, wasn't yeah. being fucking rude. Like she he's, was just, she's 17. Uh, she's I like, ah. He's like, so I walk in on you guys in the shower and she barely even said a word. She's not even asked <laughs> yeah, how my day is. That's exactly it, man. I've, I've barged into you guys in the shower with a camera. And this bitch just barely ignores me. <laughs> She's covered herself out and run off. She'll grow up. Build some rapport with daddy, with your new daddy. <laughs> Did you know the thing is like, my ex did do that on Christmas Day. She must have been so bored with our company. Like she went and slept in one of the back bedrooms while we're having Christmas lunch. Like, these are big red flags, hey. She's not even making the effort. It's Christmas lunch, and she's going to the back bedroom to have a, have a sleep. Sleep through, sleeping. Fuck yeah, man. And then, and then the worst would have been she, if she'd yell, keep it down, as we're singing, oh, la, la. No, but the thing is, but, um, I, I, yeah, 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 man, it's, it's, a, it's a weird. But wait, oh, is, is your family, are you the anomaly or is your family all like this? Nah, man, like there are other freaks in the tree, but they're in different pockets of the world. I don't think they're all like me, but there are other Like the, the immediate family, you're the, you're the screaming one, right? No, there's others. And really, like out of, we have. No, 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 immediate family, no, most no. are sensible. Okay. I'm the depraved one. Basically what happened is, I, I, my mental health stole, uh, pushed everyone. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was too much. It's just, <laughs> what do you no mean one else too got much? Any, no, no one got any, no one else got any time. If I wasn't trying to be crazy that I was actually lumbering them with my depression. <laughs> so I, I always controlled the weather. It's sunny or rainy, depending on my mood. So it's not a great person. <laughs> I'm the weatherman. They yeah. wake up, they're all, they're light and breezy. And I'm like, storms are brewing, storms are brewing. I'm, I'm a bit frustrated because I'm jealous because I saw a colleague's got a better house than me and I'm going to rain shit on you guys for a week. They're calling you rain men, not weather men. Those are different things. Man. Oh, rain men's so much better. <laughs> do you know, I do like those killjoys that, um, there are people like that that control the weather, man. Do you know the, the, the type of person that um, influences the mood? I think I do it in a negative way. Yeah, like if they're if they're having a bad time, everyone at the fucking barbecue is having Dude, a bad that time. That is probably my my saddest, my biggest regret, because my need, the narcissist in me, the need to dominate, has meant that in my family unit, I do it in a very negative and hateful, and like there's no hope, there's no oxygen, we're all gonna die. And then a minute later, I'm talking to a Japanese lady at a cafe, getting her to howl with laughter. And I never give, I never give anyone related to me any of that joy. Like I just give them pain. Right. Pain. You find you find that you can't shit like because I I can't. Uh, I've got I've got very little there to like burden my family with. Yeah. So I, I'm always just I, my problem's always been uh, sort of the opposite, where it's like just it's just joking around. You know what I mean? And, and then I guess to the point where they're like, you've, you, you're too mean, you've been too mean, like stop making fun, it's not time for jokes, that kind of thing. Oh, no, no mine's more like, 
the joking is all f- uh, masking the pain. So anyone that truly gets to know me just has to deal with death, <laughs> like a dark, black, hateful person. Yeah, but you're not the making jokes to illusion. your. You're not making jokes to your parents. You're just going. I'm sad. No, no. I'm just saying. Like, what's the point? <laughs> We're on the fucking abattoir to hell. Where did you remember what you wanted to be before the world fucking told you what you're gonna be, mum? Do you remember that? <laughs> I'm, going to go, I'm going to bed. And they're like, you've been in the dark room all day. I'm like, yeah, fucking like reality, mum. <laughs> Open your eyes. You We're fucking slaves. You lose And she's it. like, hey, do you want some cake? I'm like, what's the fucking point? What's cake the- every year. When does it stop? And then, then an hour later, I'm on stage and they go, wow, wouldn't it be fun to be around that guy? He's got a bit of levity in him. Look at him urinating on that diarrhea in the alley. Big prankster. Do, do you notice, uh, like, when you come home, do, do you notice that there's a change uh, in the air? Like, you know, like, like, you know what I mean? Well, this is, what, this is what happens. Generally, as I leave the home, I've got a, a guilty dread in my heart at how toxic a person i am and that's what i feel do you know I, I even remember when i used to work at big dub nightville the the guilt and remorse of the person i was as i was putting fucking peas into a fridge i was like fuck i'm not a nice person but then cracking jokes with pamela going ha with the gun like that oh speed camera it's 70 miles an hour on the trolley but you know what i mean and and and, uh, and then yeah as i come back in the foreboding comes in Initially, there's a little crossover. You had a good gig. But then we chip away and we turn the weather. We get the rain in. We get it dark. We get the clouds coming. So, yeah. And then you sort of do- you, you, you hijack and try control the situation. Yeah, it's not great, dude. I would love to have a camera or be there or man, maybe even like a, like a thermometer would work. You know what I mean? Feel the icy change in the air. Do you know what I like about it though? Because you have it with friends and you see them because it's the same vibe of like, like we're saying how they groom their friends, dust off the family. Like we'd only see that my ex's sisters, we only see her when she's got a new guy trying to impress. Yeah. Hey, I'm like, she's got a leather jacket for my son. I'm like, you haven't seen him in three years, but this is nice. And we're acting, we're getting photos near the Christmas tree. I'm like, yeah, it would be nice if you'd come to my birthday when you were single and didn't give a fuck. Thank you. And, Thank you. But you know what I mean? You can see a mate putting on the veneer, the, the show boy, mm. you know, the show, the, the showman. Hey, pull my tail, pull my leg. And you're like, this is a dark fucking negative fucking evil spirit of a man. And you see the, the sort of um, the naive new girl hooking up with him. And I'm like, just wait until those bourbons start fucking doing their work <laughs> and chipping away at the veneer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that, that, that toad, the evil toad that I connect with is revealed. And it might take 10 years, 30 years, but it always comes out. And this is the hard part of a relationship because I don't think people are great. No. At, at the core. I don't think in time, I think everyone's a s- selfish and, uh, you know, your phone, I, I think it's just a timing issue as you come to see the, the truth. Yeah. What's it, is it like, like even, even the person who... Uh, like, even Gavin, when he's calling you at two in the morning, suicidal, has the ability to uh, to to yeah put that put that face on 
uh for the beginnings of his new relationship but he's still you know that he's still at two in the morning that gavin who is calling you suicide yeah and that's the what those are the that, that's the gavin i connect with the 2am one that's the one i like <laughs> true gavin i love true gavin but i see it in relationships and i'm like some of them make it the whole way through and then dementia kicks in, so they never get a chance to reveal them true self because they mm. forget who they were. Yeah, you can hide for long enough. And then you've got uh, mates of mine who go, I just want what my parents had. And I've said, what, a lie? <laughs> then, 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 then covered with dementia before they got to actually show their hand where they revealed their cards. So they managed to lie to 50 and then dementia hit the one at the the man and he sat in a shed and then you're like, they just loved each other the whole time. And I'm like, they just kept their cards close to their chest, dude. Get real. People suck. It must be impossible. I don't like... I, oh, no, I've mentioned before, like, my gr- my grandparents had like, genuinely, like, I, I can't, uh, e- even as now as an adult, I cannot look back and find, like, a, a, a fault or, like, a... Yeah, yeah, think, but think about it. We've just been talking about it. No, no, the, I, I, the bigger, I know, I know the what you're saying. The- I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying that you're right. I'm saying that, well, because I was about to say, like, that, but that's the only one. You know what I mean? No, no, but it's not true, because the bigger the show... The deeper the lie. It's the Cosby effect. Do you know what I mean? The fact that they're in there and pinching each other's asses at your Christmas thing and kissing each other on the cheek means that they're concealing one of the darkest relationships. But no, there the was there's, there was none of that. Like there was You need cameras in the house and he would have been like, You do the right thing and fucking put on a show today. <laughs> or I will fucking Or I'll take to your back with a soldering iron, you piece of shit. Don't you think? You, just, you want pain? I will never I will never disparage my grandparents like Dude, that. Dude, I want to see CCTV with him pushing his finger into her back as they walk in the room and go, "You do, you do the right thing today, Cheryl." He's, the, but that's the that's the only the only one. I, I, I oh man, well it's a lie, dude. But I don't. But, just, but I'm saying I don't. I don't believe it's it's not it's not possible to go for sixty years. No, I don't think it's true. I think you've, your your genetics has put a grubby film across your you know your perception it's blurred no he you know rose colored glasses is that the saying yeah i think it is yeah rose tinted glasses he wouldn't he he went in there too many times to the uh to the nursing home after uh she really lost her mind you know what i mean like too much yeah but that's just that's just codependency it's not love it's different Because he's like, he can't wash his jocks anymore and he's got big holes in his life. And he's like sitting around realising, oh, fucking MasterChef's really boring if I don't have my wife there eating noodles together. But I'm like, do you actually like it? It's like forming a relationship with a, a, a rug you like. Do you know you like a cushion? Oh, my favourite fucking Stitchcraft rug. I, oh, when I lost that. Or my teddy bear as a kid. Oh, it connected with it. It's a fucking teddy bear, dude. No, and you're like, oh, I lost my teddy bear. It meant so much. That's what happens with the relationship. You just like having the smell of her and seeing the couch next to her being bent in a certain way. The angle gets right when her fat body pushes the couch springs down. Don't you think? Basically, he ran out of options. No, dude. no, this is my, this is my, it's my one exception to the rule because I can't, I can't fault it. It's like how prisoners make friends in prison. Like the reality is, you oh got, yeah, like the people you would never spend time with outside. You're in, of a, you're in a special victims, a protective custody thing. Yeah, you, and you're suddenly you're like maybe the Aryan Brotherhood, they're all right people. 
I need protection. Suddenly you're collecting dolls just like Cleo Smith's abductor. And you're like, hey, dude, I got a beautiful one. <laughs> Terry, Terry, I got it. I got it. I got the Goldilocks 3000. It's coming through in the mail. Come and look at it. You're suddenly finding a connection. Is Cleo Smith recent? Cleo Smith is the girl that went missing in Carnarvon. Like like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and dude, you're I was everyone fucking, was You're a sick man. <laughs> everyone was everyone was so happy. Wait, who who that, did who did it? Was it was there is there more to dude, that? Oh, I was so it was such a relief because I was actually upset about it. Yeah, you were worried that they were gonna find her in your house and you had to drive her no, away without no, anyone but, but seeing it. They found her and I thought, oh my God, this is going to be fucked. Because everyone's celebrating. We're putting blue lights. She's been recovered. I'm like, she's also spent three weeks with, with a paedophile. We need to temper uh, this celebration, right? It's still pretty fucked. But then I looked it up and the guy that had done it, initially they accused any Aboriginal in the town. So they just put a photo of uh, an Aboriginal random guy. They got it wrong. But then they put the real guy up and I went through his Facebook and he had... Um, doll collections and he had fake profiles where he goes my little daughter taking her there so i'm hoping that it was just a fantasy you know like um a forest gump or what was that one that big dopey book where the ah i forget what it's called you read it in high school english but anyway that he just brushed her hair and put her in dresses and there was nothing untoward right that, this was my this was my dream so she's they're just watching frozen together and he's having his fancies, but nothing happened. Yeah. And then what I was been loving is they say like, "Where did what happened? Where did he touch? Show us on the doll where he touched you." And she's like, "I love Uncle Terry. Mum, do you think I can spend time with him in Christmas?" <laughs> it's much more. I actually prefer it there. We had so much fun. I was having ice cream. We had frozen. He spent time with me. You don't, because Dad's on the math. I actually love Uncle Terry. So they, they haven't said anything about what happened? No, I don't think anything happened, thank God. So she basically, um, oh, fuck, I wish I knew, I wish my brain hadn't been cooked. Four-year-old Australian girl disappeared on the 16th of October, found alive and well on the 3rd of November. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, man. And then they misidentified the, yeah, they got a, they got a little Wikipedia page on there. Oh, mate, is it of mice of men? That's it. Oh, is of my I, I haven't read of mice and men. I was thinking, um, you know, what I was thinking it was Forrest Gump, and then you said dopey, and I was like, I am Sam. I was like, I don't really know how. No, I it's am like Sam the, the, to this. there's there's that guy over that Lenny Lenny with the the mental that's got uh, rabbits, right? And then they eventually eventually um he gets accused of rape, and then. Someone, I think they kill him or something happens. But I'm saying, like, in my head, I was hoping, oh, it's like Lenny. But instead, he's got dolls and then he was obsessed and said, I need to get a real, real right. life girl. And it was cartoonish. So I think, I think I'm praying that we hear that it's, it's good news. And she's just basically had her hair washed about 19 times a day as she gets into different ballerina outfits. You're following, you're, you've been following this case quite closely to have found Dude, Facebook I monitor everything. Immediately I'm on their socials. But you know, so, but the like, th important things that sort of relate to your job and life, you've no idea about. I, I realise that the stepdad, he went online. Because I still think the step parents might have uh, might have done it, even though they found someone else. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Stupid. Well, I loved it. I, I loved. I loved it because someone wrote. I was on the socials and I saw that the stepdad, 
He didn't go on Facebook to put up an ad for her missing, but then three days later, he, he changed his settings on Facebook that, so people couldn't follow him because they're sending mean messages because they're all on um, morphine, drugged up, do you know, so they don't react properly. They're not like uh, Liam Neeson going, bring back my child, I will find you. They're just like, yeah, it's good because they're stoned out. But um, someone, wrote, someone wrote on her wall and they wrote, you disgusting people, you all accused him of doing it, shame on you. And I think I wrote underneath, I still reckon they were involved. (laughs) 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 I wrote that underneath. To be honest, I still think they were involved. (laughs) They've already got the, they've got the... You're a real problem. (laughs) (laughs) They've got the person and you just keep, you keep doubling down. But I was actually half... It was. It wasn't actually on her wall, but it was on some wall. Okay. I wouldn't do that on the on the person. It's funnier if I said I did, but I would never do that because I'm a good man. It's good that you're sort of a local, uh, like, like you're <laughs> you have enough enough celebrity to be like every weekend you're in front of three or four hundred people with uh, with with this like coming out of you at all times. Dude, you know what the thing was. You know how they caught, one of the reckons they caught, there was a million dollar reward mm-hmm. and they reckon that locals had actually t- tipped the cops off that the crazy man from the crazy house had been caught buying nappies while he has no kids, oh, while there was right. kid missing. And then the cops were like, no, 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 no. We got him from phone records because it was uh, Indigenous Australia or Native, uh, what's the word? Indigenous. <laughs> Go on. Uh, yeah, anyway, so they, this guy wasn't like, I think he was nutcase because I, I think he went down and bought a trolley full of nappies. He has no kids. And they're right. like, okay, we're, we're looking for a missing child. Them saying uh, that it's uh, extremely rare to find a child safe after such a lengthy time missing and the case did not fit the pattern of the majority of child abduction cases. That's, that's, that's good news. Yeah, because it, it, it was Lenny from The Mice and Men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about that reference because I, uh, I don't, I haven't no, read I'm 100% it. hundred percent right, dude. Because I, I was forced to read no, that. No, but book. I'm. I know there's. I know there's something else in there. I know there's something else in that fucking book. Yeah, that he was accused of a rape. You know, but there's something else going on. I'm just trying to remember what the fuck else happens in there, dude. You know what the thing is? I still like the idea that she. This would be the the best outcome that she misses Uncle Terry and goes, like, those were the best thing. And when she's older, she, you know what I mean? Because I just would love it if he was actually just a nut job. But to a kid, a nut job's just fun. Yeah. That's what I've realised with my kids. They love it, but I'm actually a nut job. <laughs> but they haven't worked that out yet. So they just think I'm, oh, he's a character. He's eccentric. <laughs> kids thinking that you're a character. They, but they've got to have something imprinted. Like they must have, behaviourally, they must be tweaked somehow because you know i was dropping my boy off at swimming now and you like you tell all the kids um whatever you do don't drown we lost three last year and you know these are six-year-olds and they're what do you mean drown i'm like drowning i said if you don't drown today it's a success see you guys later (laughs) (laughs) because then you're the i am sam you know what i mean like you're that's you then you because i've told you how i've been like the, the teacher, I've been out the front doing crazy faces and I've heard her walk up and then click the door shut. 
Because I've been like performing what to do you the mean? class. Where? So, well, I picked them up at like 10 to 3. So I'm there. The school finishes at 10 past 3. And then I can't resist like getting on the angle and getting all the kids laughing, doing different shit. <laughs> and I've actually had the, I've, I've had the door. I've had the door. Um, subtly I hear it click. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you're standing, out, you're standing outside the door. Like and doing stand up and going like, whoa, 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 and, and then the other thing I started doing is they, they have their balls in a bag and I'll grab one and then shoot hoops. And last week I accidentally tried to do a half court shot. All the other parents are talking. I'm trying to do a half court shot. It bounced and went on the roof and all the other parents saw it. They all saw it. And then this last, a few days later, I got another ball and I'm shooting. And one of the students ran out and said, Excuse me, sir, you're not allowed to use those balls. And I was almost like, mind your own business, you little bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was almost like, mind your business. Yeah, she's probably nervous because she saw you fucking lose that other kid's ball a week ago. What, what, I realized, what I realized, though, was like, I think the teacher had told one of the students to go, can you tell Emerson's dad to return the balls <laughs> to the big bag? And then I basically was like, yeah, your goody two shoes. Nah, nah, nah. You dobber. I'll, I'll put it back when I'm finished. <laughs> Is this the chonky kid or the other one? Um, no, yeah, there was a, this little girl ran out and she honestly thought that she could reprimand an adult. I know, I know, but is this, is this the, uh, your, your chonky kids class or the other one? Oh, no, it's the older one. And, and like, what are the parent-teacher conferences like? Dude, like, this is, what, this is one of the, the worst moments, though, because I, um, when I lost that basketball, I saw all the other parents <laughs> judging me. And I thought, I'd be all right. Hey, they've got heaps of them. They must clear that roof quite a bit. So then I thought, oh, fuck. They fucking see me. I go, don't worry, I'll get it. So then I went round the other side of the school and I was on like a water drain trying to climb onto the roof. And I'm half up and then I look back and I saw another parent that hadn't seen the basketball incident seeing me climbing onto the school roof. And then I go, oh, yeah, 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 probably not right. Hey, oh, I climbed back down. I was like, yeah, there's a ball, there's an issue. But she basically saw a madman climbing the school roof. And it's like, this guy is demented. <laughs> She's just imagining like Mission Impossible pedophile. <laughs> would you not find like, Would you not find it weird if you saw a yeah, dad? If, yeah, if I was if I was a parent and I was at school and I saw a grown man trying to climb onto a roof, I would be trying to figure out in what world you're like what strategy you had for a child abduction. I'd be trying to have it be me connecting the dots. It's like, he's going to come in through a fucking roof and pick, pick one of them up by the backpack and then we go. Dude, how good's that? It's like um, uh, an Acme cartoon and a fishing rod comes down with a big yeah. hook. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's one of those sour snakes on it, a sour snake on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of those paddles moves across and you see a little rod come down. And it's me going, da, da, da. dude. You know what I realized though? Like, how fun, how fun gets wrecked because yeah. with that Seven Eleven, the convenience store, if that could have just gone for a week longer, because what I think I'm going to do, and we need to get Patreon to pay for this. This guy looks like Mario. I'll put his photo up on the socials. I, I got footage of him doing the dance, and uh, this was early on before I revved him up with Nangs, so he's not as wild. <laughs> he didn't even know what they were. But um, we get him up dressed as, it's me, Mario, and dressed as so racist, he's an Italian man. But I think 
I'm going to sell it like marketing. Would you go to a convenience guy and the guy's dressed in the Mario outfit? Because he looks like Mario. As a show. He's fat. No, no, just the guy that's at the convenience. I go, dude, trust me, you wear this. Sales are going up, baby. <laughs> right, right, and you right. Say, yeah, well, I think yeah, I think that's the thing, right? Like, if if you've got the option of going to a convenience store, or there's one across the road, and you know the guy's dressed up like Mario, you're definitely going to that one, dude. And when they come in and go like, "Hey, mate," and he goes, "It's me, Mario," <laughs> and I just say, "Just keep saying that. Just keep saying that." And I said, "Drunk cunts will flock to you like a moth to light, man. If you got your nang machine operating and you keep going, it's me, Mario." And then you do the coin thing. Da, 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 da. Bong. Do they do they have uh, do they have the twenty four hour nangs in uh, in Perth, dude? Well, this is what he had, and he wasn't really aware. No, no, and he no, goes, no. The, the delivery service. Oh yeah, yeah, they've got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. he didn't really know what it was, and he goes, "I buy that I want." I'm like, "Yeah, they're good, man. This is good." <laughs> <laughs> what are the um? Yeah, what are the what are the parent teacher conferences like with uh, for the kid? Well, I've noticed that the um, the teacher doesn't really engage with me much now. Right, but okay, that that I assumed. I assume you're going in there with your part, your ex partner. Yeah, no, no, no. I go, I go in. I've got uh, actually, we've got a big update, and it's for Patreon. I've got a meeting to discuss my son's progress on Wednesday. Okay, so so and and why? Like, is just is he not doing good? What's the Problem. Well, I assume because, like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have been drinking during his birth. <laughs> but what do they tell you about the kid at the parent-teacher conferences? Like, they'll is, say, they'll is, say is, are the kids normal? Are the kids normal or if they come out wolfy? That's what I'm saying. I'm waiting for her to say, look, I'm no scientist, but I think this boy's got the brain of a cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> A boiled cabbage for a brain. We've tried, I said, no, man. Cabbages, he, cabbages have ridges. It's gotta be. It's gotta be an egg. We'll say, look, I don't want to. I don't want to concern you at all. And then they'll pull my son's face up and look at this, and they'll do a flashlight. See, the pupils don't even react. And I'll be like, oh, no wonder he can't read. You've got a flashlight there. There's no reaction. I'm like, this boy's button-eyed. They go, yeah, the brain. It's cabbage, boiled cabbage. They said, look, yeah, whatever, man. I don't know. Who knows what they'll say? Who's, how's, the, uh, how's the house going? We were talking about that before we got Dude, on. Dude, I want to do that in the later app because I, I want to make sure that I can get progress on it. I realized the two combo points that we had actually pitched for this app, I can't do, but I have to tell you offline. The, no, because one of the things is I'm in the progress of something, but then people check on Facebook. Because I checked that, you know, I was talking, I was looking at that house. Mm. I looked up the seller and I've deep dived his life. Yeah, you I've seen his that. fitness first membership. Yeah. I've, I've friended him. I'm trying to see if he's updating, going, hey, we got a sucker. We're overpaid. We would have taken <laughs> X. Waiting yeah. for him to slip up. Yeah, but, but, but oh, you've, you've made an offer, though. Yeah, man, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, with no finance, you've made an offer. Yeah, 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 but you can't. Okay. Finance, finance isn't a big deal, is it? <laughs> With your credit history? Dude, you know what the thing is? My credit history, you realise like um, credit history is bad because for three years I haven't really lived any life. Do you know, even yeah. if you just got like an afterpay account, just shows that you can pay. The only thing I've really had is my car loan and a phone for yeah. years. Hey, I've probably got a score of four. Almost nothing shows that you're alive. I mean, you're walking around with suspended bank cards and coins jingling in your cargo shoes. They'll, they'll be like, 
This guy, we ha- we can't see him on CCTV. He hasn't left the house in three years. <laughs> we can't give him credit. <laughs> I like the idea that you, like, uh, as you're meeting with them and they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're having some trouble, but, uh, you know, thanks for coming. We'll look, we'll look into some of these things. And as you're walking out, he, like, looks to his left and he notices that you have no reflection in the window. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can see right back to himself through the, as yeah, you're yeah, walking yeah. towards the uh, door. I walk, I, walk past, I walk past a mirror and he still sees his face. <laughs> Dude, but it's actually hard talking about that. that um, because I, having kids and whatnot, it's like, my preference is to just lie in a darkened room and watch TV. Mm. So it's so hard for me. Like this weekend, I have to try and go and do activities. Do you know we went we went um, strawberry picking? That's a fucking scheme, isn't it, man? Like come pick your own strawberries for uh, for eighteen dollars. Dude, and you're covered in dust. And I was getting judged because I brought like a tub of Nutella and was dipping <laughs> them in. <laughs> You are such a fat little fuck. Uh, dude, and they wanted they wanted all pure, but I wanted like music play. Because they were like, oh, we're in with nature. I'm like, you need a DJ here. Uh, what the fuck? And then you, and, Man, and have, the you thing, ever, have you ever have you ever found like if you have you ever cut yourself uh while cooking or something and then found a trail of ants leading to the wound? Because I reckon yeah. you might have syrup for blood, dude. Dude, you know what I'd like though? The thing you're, for me You're a honeybee with no wings. Do you know what the worst is? Because I went with my brother and other family members. I couldn't do what I'd normally do, which was like, it's only just to pick them so the kids, it's like an egg hunt. But you don't actually, you've already eaten enough, crushed enough. Do you know, stood on lots, I I was throwing them at people. But what you really want to do is as you leave, is you do a sort of a wheel spin and you throw the box out the side of your window and go, <laughs> see you later, suckers, and drive up. Like, you don't really want, you don't really want, no one wants a kilogram of fucking strawberries. They're bitter shit. Once you hit about the eighth one, you realise they're, they're acidic as shit, dude. These things fucking rip your ass up. It's like a curry on the way out. Don't you think? They're well, not nice. I mean, it's a it's a lot of work to grow strawberry picking for something that, like, when they're in season, you can get three punnets of them for, for two bucks. You know what I mean? Like, what are you... And, you, like, and you're never going to finish all three. Like, you're never, you're never eating that many strawberries. Dude, how's the prank as you leave and you show the lady, ha, 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 and you show one of those pin boxes and you go... <laughs> 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 and you shake that and go like, "Mum's the word." <laughs> and you drive up. It's alright. Oh, needle in a haystack. Good luck. Uh, you go needle in a haystack. Mum's the word. Shh. Just between you and me, and you've corrupted Patricia stock because she's put near the inventory. The whole harvest is done. The whole harvest is ruined. She, she's got a moral conundrum because she's left a depraved guy dressed as Mario. Who's got Nutella out there? And as he leaves, he goes, "Mum's the word," and waves a little kin, a pin cushion with pins in it, and like that whole. Remember they put one pin in one, and it fucking shut down the whole. Yes, hole. yes, of course I remember. Of course Hank I remember. Would the know this, but in Australia, one guy went to one shop and put a pin in one strawberry, and they basically crushed the strawberry industry. They had to get pulled off. Yeah, what was that? It only like happened once. 20, 2016, 2017. Yeah, one. And they were just pinning strawberries. Some disgruntled fucking um, backpacker who was forced to work on a strawberry picking farm so he could stay another uh, another year in the in the 
burning sun. Uh, he pushed one little needle into a strawberry. And you're right, man. It's all the news would talk about. And like, dude, you know what? That was that was sort of pre-COVID. Uh, yeah, COVID yeah, yeah, yeah. and their reaction because every day it was like there have been no further needles found in straw like millions of strawberries yeah. have been checked not one ne- there's no update why are you telling us about this this was an anomaly oh yeah yeah day one you know good news everyone and yeah they would they're updating it like COVID numbers <laughs> and you realise how spoiled we are now now someone dies with a, a pen which they might from my picking thing probably won't even be on the front page no no way man no way. Dude, that stuff scares the fuck out of me. Like when it's like food prep where you see these pimply teenagers at Hungry Jack's and they, whenever they laugh, if they serve you, I, I fucking bin it. Oh, dude, did I tell you what happened? This was unbelievable. I went to Hungry Jack's after a gig mm. and this um, fuckhead in the store, because um, I was driving through, I was probably drunk. No, I wasn't really. That's funny. Ha. Anyway, I drove through the drive-thru. <laughs> to, to get yeah, yeah, you definitely, you definitely hadn't been drinking. And so I, I, I get the drive-thru and then I open it and it's just like basically like a prank. I'm like, what the fuck's this? Do you know the bun? It's just pushed together. It's just yeah. slammed in. It was their last burger of the night. Yeah. And I went in and I just, I didn't, I almost didn't say anything. I go, this, look at this. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Like, are you fucking joking? <laughs> I'm like, come on. Do you know what I mean? The thing was hard. It was blackened. It was actually like they're against me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like they had done it. I fuck him. But then I um. So they the manager went mental. Do you know what I mean? Because the guy had been a little dickhead. Yeah. But then he didn't realise because what I did is I was like fair enough and whatever and they said sorry about that sir. But then when I went out, there was only two cars. In the car park, and I knew the one with the sort of like the surf stickers was this dickhead's thing. Oh so my I, god! So I let down his tires, man. I let down his tires. <laughs> what the fuck? You a fucking psycho? What are you talking about? I let about? down his tires. He let man. his tires down. Do you know how good it is? Because he knew he would have known when he came out that it was me. He can't do anything. But how did but you? I, are you? <laughs> I let no, no. I let the one back one down, just one. Because it's actually, you know what actually happened? I was like a grown man. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so slow. How do you snap this off? Like, so slow. I'm pushing <laughs> that little button. I'm like, how do you snap these fucking things off? I want to just stab it. But um, so I just let it down. But it actually would have been so embarrassing because they were closing up and I just didn't want to give them the victory when they saw me hunched over next to a Datsun trying to deflate the wait, tire. So you didn't, wait, so you, you didn't get a replacement burger? No, I got a replacement. Okay. Then so you got a replacement and then you were like, I'm going to show this 15-year-old. Well, no, because I thought I knew which guy had done it and he thought, oh, they'll never know who'd done it. So he got away with it. And the same thing happened with his tire. He couldn't <laughs> prove it was me, but he would have known that I did it. But we were, I was like, that's that's karma, mate. That's karma. <laughs> See, I mean, I, ne- I don't worry about that shit, like the food prep thing, because like, unless you're actively going out of your way to, uh, to piss someone off, uh, especially in those industries, like I don't think a get like they don't they don't care like they but yeah. they, they might do a bad job but they're not going to spit in anything. I think you'd really have to fuck with them. No, I agree because you know what the thing is, it might happen if it was a slow one, like um, some of those Mexican restaurants that don't have many people in. But generally, those poor fucks at like Hungry Jacks that work so hard 
that it's a volume-based game. They don't yeah. really have an opportunity to even scratch themselves. They would just want to get through the shift. That could be the first week. Yeah, this is the problem with like the uh, the Fight Club Project Mayhem sort of philosophy, right? Um, mm. uh, where they like, go in and sabotage and whatever. It's like the first week you get in there and you're like, yeah, man, I'm gonna f- like I'm gonna rub my dick on these pickles, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But then by the third day, you're going, you can't be fucked. Like, you don't care anymore. Dude. You're like, some guy comes up and they're like, oh, can I get a, can I get a Big Mac? And you're like, yeah. I, like, he, he seems not. I don't give a, I don't care. Have your fucking Big Mac. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, I agree <laughs> as well, man. You're probably more busy trying to rob the two. And then, and, 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 and it's a bit like that depraved stuff because like what I thought when I was drunk, me urinating on that diary in the alley and trying yeah. to make people throw up, I thought so funny, but it was actually vulgar and very disgusting and I'm very embarrassed that I did it. Like, I'm like, I shouldn't have mentioned it on the pod. I feel like a fool. And it was sort of like any colleague that saw you spit in a burger would be like, oh, you're a fuckhead. You fucking dickhead. Like, I'd probably bash someone if they did it. But also if you did it, then you would be the only person who would do that would be walking around the the rest of their life thinking that every everything else uh, was sabotaged against them. Oh yeah, you taint your own life because then you go and get Domino's pizza and you're like, oh, when I came in that hungry jack, someone mm. so you can never get takeaway ever again. You would never do it because by the mere virtue of doing it, you would almost like said to yourself that it was a possibility. If you never did it and you stopped yourself, you would say, well. Like if I I won't do it, so no one. Yeah, would do yeah, it. yeah, dude. And it would make it would enrage you, right? Because just even the thought of someone doing that, I reckon someone else at Hungry Jacks would probably fucking go mental if you saw someone do that. I, I wouldn't find it funny. I'd be angry. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think you could find more than one comrade in a in a crew of Hungry Japs team team. No, team people members. people would be like, you're a dickhead, because they all know that. They get takeaway as well. So it's like there's a respect. Dude, and where are you eating the lunch from, man? You're fucking like. Oh, uh, yeah. And then you're like this fuckhead. You're fucking f- revolting, uh, Wayne. Like, fuck off. And then you'd, you'd be fired immediately. But, but, but it, like, yeah, there's no, there's no way that you're both a, a popular member of the team and also a gross cunt that everyone's like, oh, did you see what Jack did? Uh, he's such a funny fucker. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about that diarrhea story. Like, I didn't. I just I don't know why I did it. Like it's, it's a shameful thing. You might have to delete that bit. <laughs> but you but that, that's you didn't, you didn't hurt anybody. No, it was just Although a joke. You did, you did show people the video of it afterwards, which is grotesque. But I only showed it to two people, and it was of someone that was dry heaving. I thought just that little push might get him to throw up <laughs> in the green room. <laughs> Dude, you know what the final thing that happened with Terry the abductor? That's always classic police work. Was. He was arrested and taken straight to hospital for head injuries. <laughs> he had severe head injuries. They arrested him at the shop and he had dolls and he was voluntary and he spent two days in hospital having his head repaired. <laughs> so you know what these fuckheads are like, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, suspiciously every everyone brought in for abduction cases all have a very specific type of head injury and doctors cannot figure out why. They're like, where is he? He came in voluntary from the supermarket. Oh, he's he's in a, a coma right now. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone Yeah, but man, hopefully he's like Lenny. But dude, I've got to make a move because I've got to go and do my school pickup. What time is school pickup? Uh ten past three. Yeah, you've got a uh, you got an hour. 
No, I don't, dude, because you've got the wrong time. It's 2.50 here. Oh, 2.50 there. Okay. Oh, I thought so it was one fifty there. I've got to pack up. Yeah. I've got to download it. You gotta you gotta do you gotta do three minutes worth worth of stuff. All right. Uh, I've got to clear my head. I've got to do Oh dude, I had another a girl saw my comedy and said, What your voice, like you might lose the, the damage you're doing. And she's got um <laughs> They're like, did you point out this is just how you sound? <laughs> no, I was like, this is how I sound and she goes, No, it's actually not. You've been doing incredible damage to your voice, vocal cords. <laughs> And she's then came to my office and she's now got me blowing through a straw. I blow through a straw before I go on stage. So in the green room, after showing that diarrhea video, I then was going, whoa, 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 for about 10 minutes. Is, wait, is that, to, is that to, to, to test or preventative? No, because what actually happens is if you blow through a straw, the amount of volume of air is bigger than the straw, so it reverberates back and massages your vocal cords. And so I have having like a massage and I do that oh, now. Okay, because I thought she was coming in. She was like, "I have found a man, like like some kind of like speech uh, pathologist, or whatever." No, and no, she, no. She is she is a speech pathologist. Yeah, but I thought she was coming in like this is a test subject. I have to yeah, research. Is it? I am. I am a test subject. Exactly. So like she's coming in. Before. She came to my office and she's testing stuff on me to fix me. <laughs> exactly what we what talked you, about. What do you want? I am the I am the scientist, mad scientist in the forest. It's putting an arsehole on as eyelids. She's testing it to see if she can save my voice. She's, and it ties She's it. found someone. She's like, I cannot believe this guy is completely fucked. Like it's a perfect case study. Do you know what the thing was? And so I'm in the green room after showing the diarrhea video. <laughs> is then then I think I can sing well because I used to sing like that guy from the Wiggles. And suddenly I was like I can show you the world. And I'm singing like that. So I'm so this is the, the night for a comic. The comics were told we don't want two females together. I then show a video around with me urinating on diarrhea. <laughs> I spend 10 minutes blowing into a straw and then sing I can show you the world. <laughs> and then I'm at the stage. And this is what people have to put up with in green rooms. It's sick. What happened, what happened with the, the bucket thing and the bucket guy? Which bucket? The f- fucking uh, rattling the bucket after the shows. Oh, dude, he's still got the money. I haven't chased it up he's yet. Still got, he, he, has he distributed it to everyone else? No, he's got 95 bucks. <laughs> because I heard about that from someone else here. They were, uh, Jack. Jack was telling me about it. And I asked him for the screenshots of the group chat. And he said he wouldn't do that because you're a friend. <laughs> and I said, Wolfie hasn't sent it to me yet. He said he would, but he hasn't yet. I'll send it to you for sure. I know. I know. I was going to say, I said it's not, I said it's just because he's an idiot and he's, he's, he's spastic. He hasn't gotten it to me yet. Dude, I sent it to Jacks and I was like, most of it was for content. I'm like, this is good content. <laughs> it's a bit like it's a bit like the the diarrhea story. That's not funny because I did it at a party and I showed people that, and they were revolted and I had to apologise. <laughs> but then I say, like, oh, we'll just you know mix it up for the pod. They can't all be winners. You have to have a few vulgar ones where you go, fuck, he's reaching now like Goldstein on Twitter, dude. He's like Goldstein on Twitter. <laughs> He's reaching. Did you um uh have you have you done the bucket again? Did you tell it on stage at least? No, I haven't done it yet because I um yeah yeah I've just been doing my vaccine stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but uh, I, the 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 bit's good, but uh, the ending's good. I think the bucket one's great, but it's definitely it's definitely kicked off because I've seen in some of the Perth Hub chats. 
and they got photos of like some African getting money and do you know their memes going around about it? And I've, <laughs> I haven't looked at this. I've really lent into it. That's very good. Really proud of it. Um, and then, uh, all right, let's... Uh, Picks of the week. How they looking? Oh, well, mate, Nova, one of the worst things ever because ASIC is now investigating him for that capital race they did on the weekend. Fuck yeah, you sold out, right? Yeah, but not all of it because I I do like the goal player, but then it's like, they just, these fuckers never stopped, dude. They did a cap raise on the weekend weekend for mates and now because of that, the credibility's gone, so it's drift sideways until we get more results. But I'm like, can they just once in this life not try... Rip steal? Do you know what I mean? Like, can they not? Can someone be honest in this world? No, no, they can't. They can't. It's. I mean, it's been proven over and over again. And then you've got Azir obviously taken off. I cleared out a lot of mine in like the one thirty, one forty, one. You know, like I was pretty happy then because I, I. It's still a long way from getting commercial, but um. It then just keep, keeps going. Like it's a buck fifty-five now. I think. So yeah, you've yeah. done all right on that. You made fifty percent. I've been sitting on that one. It's just WGO drags everything down. Well, you know what the thing with WGO, which sucks, is they've got the bank funding, but they can't announce it because of confidentiality with the bank. Oh, well, this so- is what the MD said. So, so at some point they're going to announce that they have it. Well, they, they said the funding's fine. They've just got the. F- the final update and then they can move towards actually having the bank agreement. But the the problem with it is it's absolutely fucking decimated. I didn't think in a fucking million years you'd see it below 20 cents. Yeah. Like it's fucking... It's huge. It's become like death spiral shit. I mean, it's like... And, and these fuckheads, like the reserve statement's always conservative. Like I, I, it's very traumatic for me. Because I've had Nova plunge with insider trading virtually. Yep. And then WGO looks like a ball bag. Hazir, I didn't have a big enough position in. And um, there's some others. But, yeah, man, it's not a good time. But we've got that house coming. We've got the funding coming. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, uh, have you been looking at anything outside of the uh, resources space, finally? Oh, mate, I, well, I've got that A3D. It's time to get into it soon. Which, uh, wait, I've got, I've got it here. I don't remember what they do. The 3D though. printer. Oh yeah, Aurora Labs Limited. I had been sta- I've been stalling on that, and I had some positions, but I knew there was a cap raising coming. Metal man. Now that they've had the cap raising, it should be ready to um, get into in the next few months. It's funny that a lot of the uh, a lot of the companies that um, you suggest, I look at uh, at the ratings that they're given on websites, and it's usually around two stars. They're like, oh, two out of five, which I know that means that. Uh, Probably yeah, higher, well, higher growth potential, but it's just uh, well, it's just amusing to see. Well, yeah, it, it's always that way, right? Because mm. um, if it was five stars, everyone would be buying it. Well, yeah, but I should have got into crypto, like you said. You knew what you were doing. Oh, baby, we're up again today, man! It just fucking keeps going. It won't stop. It's uh, it's, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a big, a big pump season. Oh yeah, it's going mental, eh? Yeah, I it would have been nice. I should have, I should have got in, like you said, at forty, but way before that. But yeah, yeah, you should, see, uh, I keep saying you should get in, and then you don't, and then every week you're like, oh, I should have gotten in last week when you said. So you should just yeah, I should have, I should have leveraged 
I want to get leverage though. That forty buck mark was the entry point, eh? Just why don't you just dollar cost average some 40, money? Forty thousand. Just DCA some money in that into Ethereum. Yeah. Yeah, fuck me. You'll man. feel you'll feel better when you have a bit of it. You'll feel invested in it. You know what I mean? Because you will be invested in it. You'll be. Yeah, you'll feel yeah, connected yeah. But the to thing it. is, like, how dumb do you have to be? Like, in two thousand and nineteen, even then, some idiot at an open mic was telling me about it, and I was like, "Go away!" And then to to arrive this late, no, it's but like, no, I'd yeah, rather. But no, but people, no one's talking about it again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want the pain of it. <laughs> I want the pain of seeing it fly away. It's not at. Uh, it's not at. Uh, I don't have people I don't know like who are already in it telling me about it again yet. That's when I. Yeah. That's when I start worrying. Well, fair enough, man. But I'll. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a dip. I don't like buying on a run, and maybe it'll go to hundred thousand Aussie dollars. I don't care. All right. It's That's only fine. a double. I mean, doubles for b- bitch. You've said uh, so. L- last time we recorded a pod, it was at. Uh, like 4,200 4, and now it's at 4,700 um, and that's what's happened in the time between and you said that you didn't want to buy on a run you wanted to buy on a debt yeah well look mate I, I, I've got to I, I'm probably going to put a lot of my money into this uh, property anyway yeah it's all going to be tight and you told me it was a dilapidated shithole <laughs> well it's sort of like you know how you see in Soweto like a shack or you see in R- Romania or something on the side of a cliff, and it's like, is that is that three bits of ply? But you, are, I have a family in there trying to do reading eggs on the side of a fucking tin. Does it look? Does it look a little bit like uh, the house uh, from the intro of Inglorious Bastards, where they're hiding under the floorboards? Yeah, it's sort of that vibe, man. It's <laughs> it's sort of like I said, those weird farming villages or fishing yeah. villages where they've all built into the side of the rock yeah and it's like is that safe do you know what i mean <laughs> it's corrugated like oh look it's a it's a three bedroom but it, it could be four if you convert the cured meat hanger and put it put a bed in the cured meat room <laughs> if you want to get into the lounge you have to go through a tunnel it's more like a cubby house <laughs> You did for a I tunnel. love the idea that you're buying a cardboard box in someone else's garden. <laughs> Dude, I love the thought. I love the thought of having guests with a pavlova and them trying to hold it and crawl through what what is it, a tunnel? Oh, dude, I better go. I'm going to miss my kids. Uh, <laughs> all right, fuck it. Um, uh, so, yeah, Aurora Labs we're liking and uh, get on that crypto train. As I said, like resource stocks I'm done with. I, I yeah. should have cleared Nova out. Like, I'm, I've had a gut full, man. These fucking MDs are all dodgy. We've got to move into tech and different spaces. And uh, what else were we talking about? Crypto and uh, oh, uh, Patreon. We've got brand- beautiful, beautiful T-shirts going out to all of our patrons. And also, if you want to... If you want to fund me to, to, to get to Adelaide to try find this um, one star. <laughs> if you, yeah, we're, we're also taking donations so we can fly Wolfie to South Australia so we can beat up whoever gave us a one star review. I won't, I won't do anything if I abduct him. He can just, we'll watch Frozen and play with dolls while he fucking. We're just going to do a, a classic Cleo Smith on him. <laughs> Dude, I just, I just want to play with some dolls and, and watch some TV with him. For a while while he changes his opinion on me. All See right. you later, man. See you, fuck fuck it, we bye. really shouldn't have done Cleo Smith. You had no knowledge of what you're talking about, but this is not good. What's wrong with what's wrong with it? Well, we look, as I said, I cried when she was found. 
<laughs> no, you weren't, did you? I was, man. I felt emotional, dude. She got fucking pinched from a tent. I was like, that's fucked. I was really upset. I blame the parents for letting her camp go camping. Yeah, man. Why would you have you have kids out on a fucking platter? Speak to you later, man. <laughs> Put an apple in her mouth, basically. <laughs> Dude, it's like she's she's served up with glad wrap around her, like <laughs> inside a tent. The big steel tent. They take the top off it. Dude, you she take is. her and she's she's basically yeah, like a, ta-da, like a serving. Yeah, they, they, she was abducted from a tent and it had a big sign that said "free, please take one." Dude, it's like putting her in inside a shapes box and saying "help yourself." <laughs> it's fucking dumb. You need to be in a caravan with a shotgun. People suck. <laughs> Leveraging your home Margin personal loans Hedged by put contracts Holding 50 Overexposed bad positions Looming threat of liquidation Everybody wants to This episode of the Sure Thing Podcast was brought to you by Hank, Daniel Walker, RJ, Mike Post, Robert Lewis, Tom, Swain, Max, Ron, Badger Badger, Alex Pleskin, Andrew Gray, Karanya Rose, Brody, Henry, and Cedric. Thank you so much. And if you would like me to read your name very quickly at the end of the show, please go to patreon.com slash sure thing.